everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi, Jeremy. Hey. <laughs> Hi, kids. Welcome to the latest All the Anime Anime Limited podcast. I'm Jeremy Graves, and today we're going to take you on a magical mystery tour full of anime-related chatter and who knows what else. I'm Jeremy Graves, and joining me in the office studio today... And I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Is an alcoholic... Joining me in the office. One alcoholic. How many alcoholics do we have here, Keith? I can stop any time I want, so long as it's only for a period of 10 to 20 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's legit. The last voice you just heard was Keith Copping. The voice before that was Andrew Partridge. And also joining us in the office studio, we have... Carrie. And... Jessica. Welcome, everybody, as Andrew wipes up beer he somehow spilled on the table, apparently. I'm saving it for later. What, soaked into your t-shirt? Yeah. Oh. Well, how else am I going to suck it out of it later? Oh. How else are you going to what, sorry? Suck it you out. You heard <laughs> Image of professionalism. Right. Welcome to the show, everybody. Did you just say, like, the hope to, like, kind of just pop up in people's minds? <laughs> 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 he's a professional, because when he spills, he mops it up himself. With keep copping, Keep copping, lurking sinisterly in the bushes. <laughs> well, if I don't, who will? Keith, I must ask, what is, what is the image of professionalism to you? <laughs> Think carefully about your words. <laughs> Well, obviously, the, the shining image of a uh, distinguished businessman who uh, rules over all with a velvet-covered iron fist, yet still cares for his staff. I don't know. Because he's his Vaseline. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never met that person because I work for some kind of monster. Hello. And the monster is called... <laughs> all right. Because <laughs> the monster is called anime, but there you go. No, no, I think we all know. And the monster is called John, John Q. John Q. Anime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Q anime rules us all. So welcome to the show, everybody. Just to pay the bills quickly, make sure you check out our website, alltheanime.com. Alltheanime.com? Yes, we said alltheanime.com, Kerry. Did you say alltheanime.com or alltheanime.com? I didn't say Radwimps, I can tell you that much. Music by Radwimps or alltheanime.com. Music by alltheanime.com. No, we, we should probably stop mentioning alltheanime.com quite so often. But the other night when I was looking at alltheanime.com, because they do have a fantastic range of products and deals. Such as Cowboy Bebop on Blu-ray. Cowboy Bebop? Never heard of it. That's mm, tremendous. You can I should watch that. All the anime. Where can I get it? At alltheanime.com. Hot damn. I'll Hot. go there right now. Hot diggity damn, I think you mean, because it's that good a deal. I'm all over that, like yeah. white on rice. Yeah. God, <laughs> And if you want to find us on Facebook and Twitter, make sure you hit us up at alltheanime. Also worth noting, everybody, cinema screenings, they are coming up fast. A quick shout out to Manga UK and Animatsu, who will be having In This Corner of the World next week in cinemas. So make sure you go and support anime on the big screen. Go and check that out. And then, of course, in July, on the 12th of July, we have got Genocidal Organ coming to the cinemas. Expect details to be appearing very, very soon at alltheanime.com and all of our social media channels and where you can buy tickets and such. It's going to be a fun time, especially if you're a fan of Bourne films or stuff like Enemy of the State. Mm. This will be right up your alley. Indeed, indeed. You know who John is? <laughs> I'm watching you, Andrew. <laughs> right up my alley, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You're an alley. So, what are we going to cover today? Well, we've got a variety of things to make mention of, but I think the first place we should start, given it, it's a bit of news that has circulated around the interwebs, and, and people throwing out various opinions and whatnot. 
But the fact that at MCM London, we mentioned that anime would be coming back to television and it would be on the Viceland TV channel. There is now more news, as we promised that there would be, and here's a couple of cliff notes for you, but you can read the entire press release at our website in the blog section of allthianime.com. <laughs> what, no one? Damn you. Oh, I thought you were. Uh, oh, 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 allthianime.com. Go and check that. Wow. Yeah. Energy, you flipping it. <laughs> yeah. So go to blog.allthianime.com, you can find it there. But here are the cliff notes for you. The shows that will be on Viceland starting from July 17 at midnight will be Cowboy Bebop, Tokyo Ghoul, Tokyo Ghoul Route A, Eureka 7, and MVM Entertainment's Samurai Champloo. They will be the anime that will be shown on the channel, which their the anime block, so to speak, begins from the 17th of July. Make sure you stay tuned to Viceland for all the info of when they will be getting shown. But the reason we want to touch on this is because we saw a lot of opinions going around, and some of it was quite interesting, to say the least, and perhaps not the direction we thought people were going to be thinking about this. So we kind of wanted to just lay the groundwork as to why this is a really good thing for anime in general in the UK, and why perhaps some people who aren't... What's the way to put this? They, some of the content on Viceland, they feel, does not represent anime that well. Which, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter, in my personal um. opinion, because... To, for, for an example, there's been a few people talking about the fact that Viceland show uh, documentaries featuring lots of drugs and stuff like that. Not drugs! Right, but then Nancy I... Nancy Reagan says, then don't would, do it! Then I would say, you look at, you look at some other channels who show documentaries on far, far more grimmer subject matters. Heck, you see the documentaries on gangs and you're like, how the hell does anyone live like that? But they still show loads of other stuff. Sky One, for example, show loads of documentaries that Ross Kemp does. And they're, they're pretty... I know, bad example, but roll with me. Plus, plus, plus the, 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 the other thing we're having to remember here, this, this isn't about putting anime on the screen just for anime fans to yeah. look at. Because let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, you have probably seen all of those shows. Really, it's about trying to open it up to you know a new audience, get people in who've never watched it before, and this is a great way to do that because you know if we get more new people in, it increases the fandom. More people out there buying stuff, you know, and there's more of a market to get in more interesting stuff down the line. It's all part of a wonderful entertainment ecosystem. I mean, I like I watched a documentary recently about um, like about people about cult, basically. About um, people, you say? Not about like a cult of people. Like who took a local police officer who came to investigate a disappearance, like um, they were like, like in like it was very strange actually all in all. I mean, um, like was, actually, was it was it set, kind of very was old. It, set up north? it was set on Friesen Galloway area actually, oh, like uh, like just actually, across. No, oh no, it's called. It was called the Wicker Man, but it's like I mean, I heard a case like this before. Are we talking about the old case or the Jesus newer Christ. case with the bees? No, we're talking about the old case. No, the old one. Maybe the only one with, which I remember, which is apparently the in Dun- the somewhere somewhere in the the, the Dumfries and Galloway area is Brett Eklund with no clothes on, which. No. I mean, who doesn't want that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh god, I'm remembering that episode of Coupling there. No, like uh, more importantly, actually, I did totally predict this feedback from from Q because it's what happens every time anime is scheduled for television. The the key thing to keep in mind is that a tsunami runs from eleven p.m. till three thirty a.m. in the USA when it's on after a successful block of adult like adult swim shows, basically. Um, designed to hook in people who would not necessarily be anime fans already or very casual anime fans into new anime and get them. It's kind of a good gateway in 
to anime that way, basically. See what I did there? Likened it to drugs. <laughs> but um, like, but no, like the the point is, is that ultimately speaking, like if you're an anime fan already, most anime fans, ardent anime fans, are non-linear, so they focus on things where they can pick up and put down shows as they choose, like Crunchyroll, like uh, Funimation now, like yeah, Netflix, Netflix, like Amazon. Where you can it, it, like oh, like on demand content, or they they buy their content on iTunes, or they go and buy the home video release. You know, like then that's a slightly different mode of consumption. It's still though on demand. You can choose to watch episode twelve or episode one. You don't you don't get put your DVD player on, put in a DVD, and it suddenly decides what one you're gonna watch. It's like I'm sorry, you wanted to watch episode one and start the series. We're actually on episode six, so just stay. You know, follow us. You know, like what I mean. It's not. Like, you still have a control over what you're watching. So it's really more for people who, who like, haven't seen anime before or are stumbling upon it. That's why something tangent. And then, like, Viceland itself is owned by, like, it's run, owned and operated by Vice.com, which is a pretty good, like, good, like it's a very good, exceptionally good young adult platform for content. And it's like, a big entity some of, Like, some of the best political commentary was coming out of it in the last while, which is quite... Strange, like some of it was pretty good, anyway. Yeah, I mean, Vice like, and uh, Team Vogue mostly, yeah, I think. That's true. Have really upped their game. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Vice, but like, yeah, it's it's, uh, yeah, political coverage, pop culture, um, young adulthood. Yeah. Basically, it is. And the the goal is obviously to cross audience. over between the two. Like the first thing you actually look at the channel guide for the show. It's actually what's screening before most nights of the week for that anime block is going to be. Like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and Archer. Mm -hmm. So, and, like, you have to keep in mind the show's advertised on their website, which is understandable if anyone thinks it's mostly related to that. It's all all self-created content. Mm -hmm. Vice also has a a goal globally to create its own content as well for broadcast. So, of course, there's going to be an emphasis on stuff that they can get people to create stuff on within a budget. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some interesting stuff in there as well, if if you're curious if you take a look at the programming guide, though, what really is going to hook people in is who's watching Archer and It's Always Sunny. Like, and, like, to be honest, that's the most, you know, an hour or two hours before the most you can really hope for of someone who's been tuned into the television that night, you know? And if you've watched It's Always Sunny or Archer, the chances are something like Cowboy Bebop, Samurai mm-hmm. Champloo, Tokyo Ghoul, or, like, Eureka 7 or Come On, it will appeal, like, to you. Like, it's, it's in the same vein. You might even see some content appear during the daytime. You never know. And bear in mind, out of these shows, only Cowboy Bebop has aired on television before in the UK. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as I remember. So, I mean, there's Eureka 7, Samurai Champloo, and Tokyo Ghoul, all of which are the first time on television. So it's a really good chance to get your, like, like just get dip a toe in the water and try mm. out, like, anime and such. And it's... It'll be interesting to see what resonates with people and what pulls people in. And it's like, it's a good way to, to bring a whole new audience of people who might be anime fans in waiting to find it. It's like, the, the biggest failure of TV platforms to date has been how they... It's not the time slot which was the problem, as everyone seems to assume. The problem is actually the, how it's been used. So the last channel to do the, like to do this kind of thing was Animax, as I recall. Like Sony Animax, when they did a block on Sony Movie Channel... Like um, at, like every once a week at like around midnight. So and, that again, was, and that was using things like bleach and stuff. For correct, yeah, wasn't like, it? but the issue was less about what was on again. It's the fact it was on Sony Movie Channel, but was nothing related, like really mm-hmm. nearby. If you were an anime fan, 
or in waiting, you wouldn't have been watching like any number of the films which were screening, which isn't a comment on the programming, it's just it's not, but it's a good crossover audience. So they were hoping to bring anime fans specifically to watch at midnight on Sony Movie Channel once a week. Which, which is in unlikely. the grand scheme of things, how many people were even aware there was a Sony Movie Channel? Well, it's very hard to market, mm. basically, as a whole. So the problem is that, like, there, that was that problem. And before that, any time there's been a block, just, it's always been to try and pull anime fans to watch. Like, which is an inherent failing, as most anime fans, as we've already established, are more non-linear in their watching habits. They want to watch when they want to watch. Especially nowadays. I mean, admittedly, with Sky, like Sky Now and such, and like in the, the Sky Plus box, as you can yeah. record what, what's on for later, so that problem is a little bit less. I mean, mm. Sky is trying to move to non-linear as well, in its mm. own way. Mm-hmm. So you can enjoy it. So if you don't have Sky because you already have an anime subscription elsewhere, you're not missing out. I mean, like, put it like this, like, the only show on that list which isn't, like, like isn't, like, of only two is Samurai Champloo and... Like, Eureka 7 just now isn't available somewhere else. Cowboy Bebop and Tokyo Ghoul Season 1 are both on Netflix. Hypothetically, you can assume Season 2 isn't far behind. Like, and, like, nowadays. And, like, for the other two, I am 99.99% sure you're going to see them very soon on another service, for example. So if you're a non-linear watcher, you don't have to tune in for this. I mean, it's not... Like, we would love it if you did, but you are not going to hold a gun to your head and make you mm-hmm. make you watch it, you know? If anything, guys, think of it as... Think, right, two schools of thought here that have just come into my brain. One is if you've got a friend who maybe wants to get into anime, but there isn't really a good avenue to start, but they happen to have the Viceland TV channel on their Sky package, just tell them, hey, this block's starting, make sure you check it out, there are some great shows. And the second well, point... Oh, the second, like I was going to say, the, the second point is probably just that a lot of people have viewed it as, like, it's... Like, like the one I saw which was interesting was someone saying that they felt it was possibly a way of just fluffing up the programme, basically, of episodes. You know, it was just a cheap mm. way of filling... filling like slots. programming <laughs> block, yeah. But I can guarantee you that actually it was not... Like, it wasn't, like... Ex- like, I didn't, like, gouge, but it was a commercial deal and we made... Like, like, I know it's a shocking thing to say in the space people love, but we made money from the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, and we intend to certainly promote it as well and such, and reinvest the money into promotion, of course. Mm. Because it's not um, just about the money, guys. This is actually a really cool opportunity. It's uh, also about the money. Yeah, money, <laughs> money really helps. Though. But is it not just entirely 100%? Like, you've already highlighted a couple of things. No, I mean, it's not... It's a really unique opportunity. But the other thing I was going to bring up was that another way to think of it is there is still a large portion of the UK that doesn't have broadband internet. I think... And so, well, look, oh, yeah. just rolling on this. So when people use things like Netflix, Crunchyroll and such, there's still... I still know loads of people who, have, who can't run those services. And if you can tell them, hey, there's going to be some anime on TV, you might have this channel on your Sky package, then that's a way for them to be able to watch it. So it's also catering to... Potentially, nowadays, a smaller market than what it was a few years back. But there is still an opportunity now for them to watch anime on television. Which is all. It's true. Good. Like, and like um, at the end of the day, it's, it isn't 100% about the money or anything. But the point is, is that actually what's interesting as well about anime. Like, so people also go, oh, the other solution would be to have a whole day anime channel. And it's like, that is a bad idea. It was tried once. And you know what the problem is, even with anime... Here's the thing. Even with anime on the big screen, 
it's very difficult to sell adverts before it for theatrical. Like, actually, the reason we can plug in adverts is, at times is because nobody knows who they're marketing to for anime. Like, you could have a, a box of sponsors like Your Name, and they're still like, we have no idea what our target demographic here is for adverts, so the advert space lies empty a lot of the time. And, like, it's not a guarantee. Like, they normally, like, if there's nothing placed in by the distributor, they just fill it with whatever adverts, you know, haven't had a specified demographic. It's a cheeky maneuver, but it... Oh, oh, you've got placed in front of this number of people still, so it, it fits the package. It's an old advertiser's trick, sadly. Um, well, sadly or not, it's still advertising, but how many anime fans are going to buy a nice new, like, high-range car, for example, versus what... You just never know what you're selling to an anime fan, because the range is so diverse. Um, and, like, that's why channels like Anime Central didn't work, in part. There was no way to monetize, and how they monetize is the advert. So having... To success, if you say, hey, we've got art trends towards sunny in Philadelphia beforehand, there is a selection of, like, there are a selection of things you can target mm-hmm. ad based on that. If you say, well, it's the same demographic we're hoping are going to stay over, like, and branch into anime, suddenly it becomes possible to put adverts on. Like, it is true, like, I would say, there's a, like, I so, like, Certainly playing the, the generic role here, I certainly watch Archer and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I work in anime. I'm pretty sure Keith has watched Archer. Watches Archer. Oh yes. Yeah. Like, do you watch? You haven't watched Sunny yet. No, you... it's 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 on my it's, it's queued up on my Netflix. There we go. There we go. Kerry's yeah. watched Archer. Like and and Sunny. And Sunny. Uh, Jessica maybe not yet. I don't know. Archer yes. yes. Sunny no. Oh, there we go. I mean, like it's like out of an entire room of people who work in anime and actually like anime as well. Like, all of us have watched at least one out of the two shows and mean to watch the other so if we had like a television blog like that and we're like oh I've not watched Sunny before like finally a chance to watch some of it and then like didn't tune out or it's like next up is Cowboy Bebop it might be like oh great like I've heard about that before but I've never been bothered to buy the Blu-rays and I don't Right, yeah, it's not a great leap of imagination to think that somebody who watches Archer and Philly and Sunny will want to have a look at uh, this cool-looking animated yeah. stuff that's uh, following straight on from the blog. So, I mean, like, for anyone who's like, oh, well, they're going to need to keep refreshing the content and such as well, the first thing is first, like, on it, we ha- like, they have to see, like, Vice have to see it, if it works or not first. Yeah. And there's every possibility of it, like, like, there's every possibility that it will work, every possibility as well but it won't it's an, it's an interesting experiment and like it was gone into advisor and we believe it's the smartest case we've ever seen for a television blog for anime like because it's a, it's put together well there's a good it's not the pool for people it's the addition it's the complement and the the same model as kind of tsunami is the mode like the mode for delivery for anime for that is the same you've got things like Rick and Morty and such and they like before like, like before, like Attack on Titan or Dragon Ball Super in the USA. So it's a really smart way of playing things. So let's see how it goes. Like, let's worry about how it performs first before we look at... Well, so for any fan who's, like, who's worried about it, well, just think of it like this. There's a new Eureka 7 movie coming next year. Or this year, actually, as well. Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, like, the more people who are aware of the original TV series right now the better it is for how well the films will do as well. So it's a good thing for the overall Eureka 7 world. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And also, the other thing as well, guys, is tell people that you know about this. Because the more people that are aware that this is a thing, that there is going to be anime on television, even 
even if they can only try it out, say, for one day during the first week, if those numbers can get back to Vice and they can see that people did check it out, that it can only help. It's that if you don't tell people part, that it really doesn't help. But, but yeah, so make sure you check out the press release for all the details and spread the word. And if you've got any comments you want to throw away in response to what we've been saying, feel free to drop us a line on Facebook and Twitter. Or if you just want to throw a, a larger comment in general, feel free to email it to me on jeremy at alltheanime.com and I will forward it on to whoever you're directing it at. Or if it's at me, I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> that should just be like a, a sound bite there, just in general. Or oh, just just after any kind of uh, major announcement, be like, yeah. There you go. The, the other thing we uh, we should probably make mention of, which actually links in to our uh, our question segment, though we're running into that a little bit early. But this was asked as it did did get as it got announced earlier in the week, is what I'm trying to say. So, there's a new legal anime site called High Dive, or Jeremy adding in the note here, as I thought it was first called, Hidive, because I didn't know who was English at the time. Have you got any Hidive on the box, mate? <laughs> uh, so there's a new anime site called High Dive that just launched. What are your thoughts? It has Azamanga Dio, if that helps. Oh, I love Azamanga Dio. Uh, we'll see how that helps, but... <laughs> <laughs> One of the big unique selling points of the site is that they are going to be putting all of Legend of the Galactic Heroes on there. Which, yeah. you know, people have been asking, is there any chance of it coming over? And if you listen back to Season 2, Episode 2, when we talked about BBFC costs of Monster and how BBFC costs really do impact anything getting released over here, might be a good indication as to if that's going to come out in the future or not. But you've got an opportunity to see it on High Dive. And make sure you... Hidive. 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 It, sounds, it sounds more classic. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go home and watch Hidive. <laughs> Can I do me a bit of Hidive tonight? As opposed to I'm going to go home and high dive. High dive. <laughs> and that sounds like, like a classy That sounds like drug. a really dangerous drug mixture. On a Wednesday, can you do it? Have got any high dives? Oh, I, I really shouldn't, but yeah, go Get on. it down, you son. Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> the colours chosen, the colours. So, to give you the idea, I mean, like, Monster is 74 episodes, Legend of Galactic Heroes is 110 episodes. Sweet Jesus. Plus movies, right? Uh, no, well, they didn't promise that the movies were going up on high t- on HDV. You see, I made it stick now, but I... Obviously not well enough, because I went for correct pronunciation. Went, no, wait, I'm going to say it wrong for fun. Yeah, but you prefer the wrong way. Ah, uh, yes, in many ways, Jeremy, I do. Uh, That's why he started an anime company. Yes. Like, I, 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 could go, I could go into some kind of business where I could make a metric shit ton of money or I could do anime. Or I could go into an industry where I just feel sad when I look at the internet. And generally people say, people say mean things about both me and my products and my staff all the time. I suppose one of the things. Oh God, anime is such a bad place to be. Why did I do that? Suck it up. One of the things. One of the discussion points we should bring up on this is: is there enough room for another service? When you've got players like Crunchyroll, Funimation, now Amazon, Netflix. Well, I guess it all comes down to what that service provides and what it can do for you. Yeah. I mean, it's not. If you're even reading their literature. Wow, corporate shill. I don't know. How much are they paying you for that? If you can synergize your watching demands with your busy lifestyle, you're going to find the And your budget. And your budget. (laughs) 
You've got to find the service that writes for you, delivers the content that maximises your time and interests. Synergy! <laughs> Sorry. Um, but but yeah. like for we real, should, you, you know, you should create an app that, you know, create this synergy <laughs> and we're going to be rich. Oh, there used to be an old Scott Adams thing where a business statement generator would just string together loads of meaningless buzzwords into business strategy oh, statements and so many stories of actual people, of actual uh, people in the world of business in a hurry just using this thing to get through presentations and nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a wonderful world we live in. Ah, buzzword hell. But, but yeah, so there is a Hadive that's that's now available as a service. I think they've got a little miniature trial period as well, so you can... Who's behind it? I believe the content is being su- supplied by Sentai Filmworks, but it's not actually them running it. Right. So they're one of the primary backers of it. But yeah, Legend of the Galactic Heroes is going to be the first chance, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, to legally watch it anywhere in English. Uh, which? Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Yeah, I think so. Which in itself is pretty cool. Yes, yes, it is. Regardless, I mean, admittedly, I've never seen it, so I can't comment. That's why I left that fit, like a fairly open-ended statement just then. The horrible realisation when nobody realises they've actually watched the show. Right, there you go. But, but yeah, so make sure you, you visit their website, visit their Twitter feeds and such to get lots of the info. Uh, actually, a shout out to Anime UK News, who have already got a pretty detailed write-up about what the service offers, all the shows that are going to be on there, what's dubbed and subbed, or just subbed, and what's exclusive to them. So if you want to know a bit more info, make sure you check that out. It's on their front page at the moment, I believe, at the time of a recording. And uh, anything else people want to make mention of? Anything that we've watched? Anything that we've done? Any places you've visited? I watched The Keepers on Netflix, which is a very interesting documentary about a murdered nun and the reason behind her murder. It doesn't fit with anime. No, no, I don't, well, okay, to, to try and... It's make... kind of depressing and really fucked up, but it's really good. <laughs> I only got three episodes in, I needed to tell you. episodes? Yeah, it's like a documentary series. Oh, I thought you meant a documentary. No, 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 but it's really interesting. So how did you come across this, or was it just recommended to you on your Netflix? No, it was, on, it was up on Netflix, and then I read an article, kind of a review about how it's it's basically like a true crime documentary, but like it's different from the normal way, like the normal kind of narrative of a true crime documentary, and how actually it allows the... Um, the the women of the story to actually tell the story especially the victims without um kind of putting them in the typical narrative boxes of of women victims in, in such situations anyway it was really depressing you should totally watch it how long are the episodes and such uh, an it? hour oh yeah. wow i watched three in a row and i'm like i'm going to bed and then i couldn't sleep because i was really freaked how, out um but it's were, good were, was the nun killed with a nunt forced to the head uh, not for oh, trauma. Yeah, not for we, trauma. We, we, we've warned you about trying too hard. You should enunciate. It was non for trauma with nunchucks. <laughs> nunchucks. <laughs> Sorry. Kerry wins. I win! <laughs> Fatality. The John Q anime I award for terrible fun. The John Q anime award for pervy cartoons. Fantastic. Uh, no, uh, I, I just jumped in there with that just because it was an anime and I thought it would be hilarious, but actually it was really depressing. So, alright, let's just add it. <laughs> no, 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 this is interesting stuff. Keep but it, it's, it's legit an interesting documentary. I never heard anything about this story. It just made me want to burn old men and smash all the systems, but it's, it's still very good. Well, where did you read the review in case anyone wants to check uh, out what you saw? Uh, ooh, can't remember. Popped up on my Twitter. She read it on the internet. I read it on the internet. There was something on the internet. Uh, no, but it's good. It, it, 
it, it's very interesting. I mean, the trailer's up on YouTube and everything's been on Netflix for And what's it called again, sorry? The Keepers. The Keepers. Well, yeah, I mean, it's something. Maybe you don't want to watch it. Maybe you want to watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because it's a lot, like, not. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I I regret my decision. I was trying to be a smartass and it ended poorly for me, as it usually does. So what's your documentary watching tonight, then? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's probably fighting with my cat or shouting at seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. My My neighbors came home. Um, uh, they parked their car and they were just getting out of their car when I was shouting and then seeing because it attacked my cat again and I was like a fucking seagull and they were like pissing themselves laughing at me but jokes on them their business says storm CNT but between the C and the N is a triangle on its side so it looks like it says storm cunt and I'm like you work for storm cunt you shouldn't be laughing at me <laughs> bastard <laughs> Anyway, I, I would make that the episode title if I could. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Just start out with you. Start out with you in the end. Just start out with you in the end. That would be a great title. <laughs> Thank you, Kerry, for dropping the seed one. Not once, but twice. Yeah. No, but legit, I'm going to take a picture of it because it was like, see, did this not pass the marketing test? This is like the grape and the, the whole, like, anorapus. Well, have you... Have you... <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that Mitchell and Webb sketch where it's all those dry cleaners trying to think up a name for the business? No. Like, yeah, we need to think up a name that conveys what we do, but it's also sort of funny. It's like, I've got one. Touching cloth. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I think it means oh, yeah. something else as well. And I think it's pretty funny. And one of the other guys at the table is like, I know what it means. <laughs> and it is pretty funny. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, there's also like like thinking of names which haven't been thought through properly. When I was in London last, you can tell like Lon- like Lon- or English based, especially Southern English based company names haven't gone through a phonetic filter at times. Yeah. So I walked past one called Glassbusters, but like the trouble is in Scottish, the phonemes make that sound like Arsebusters, and I'm like, well, that's a company I won't be calling to deal with my glass. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry just spat actual water out. I Excellent. spilled it all over myself. Awesome. Picture that, if you will. Yeah. While shouting at the seagull. <laughs> Fucking seagull man. Well, that's me. What is the injury ever Maybe he's not too scared to go out on the ledge because of that fucking seagull. I oh, swear to God, man. I'm going to spray it in the face with some fucking raid next time. So you scared off also the seagull of the I'm not He didn't sick. show up anymore. Yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. it's the same one. Maybe it just yeah. came home. To meet no, Kerry. Yeah. It was like, hi Kerry, hi Kerry, I'd like to play. What are you doing here? I'm her favourite. Get away, get away. And like, and then suddenly it's like, oh, I've got a raid to my face. I can't. Why do you hate me? I just wanted to say hello. No, I don't think raid will be enough. It's, raid will be enough. It's a Glasgow seagull. So <laughs> it's probably there drinking Bucky every night. Yeah. So. Oh, it totally is. It's, it's like probably actually getting high off the raid. Yeah. Man, and they're fucking big as well. Their wingspan is terrible. I it nearly flew into my flat a couple of times, and I was. You like, nearly flew into your no, flat a couple of times. No, that's what you said. No, I nearly flying around my flat and then I started laughing but then I realized it would probably shit all over the place and I have to clean up seagull shit which is the worst yeah it's anyway. not the first time that's, that's what happens worst <laughs> but not the first time that's the last time I got fucking invite you around mine fucking well, pebble dash my walls it's your fault for providing me with enough food and liquor to provide that result 
What yeah. else was I going to do? Pebble Dash <laughs> yeah, effect. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a warning to anyone listening. Never invite Andrew Partridge into yeah. your home. He's <laughs> like a vampire. He actually can't come in unless you invite Where? him in, but once he does come in, he'll suck the blood. Werewolves, you. not swearwolves. <laughs> werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> You've got to invite me in. <laughs> I love that movie so much. <laughs> Oh, man. I think it's back on Netflix. It is. Yeah. I rewatched I, I it last week. It. Yeah, I did. Like, come on. Like, I could watch something new, like, that I really want to watch. Oh, look! <laughs> We're doing the shadows. For something song. that's <laughs> guaranteed to make me laugh. Every time werewolves, not swearwolves, gets me. I'm the sexy one. The bad <laughs> boy. <laughs> if anyone had anything to give, Carrie just did. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's another that's another show we recommend as well. What we do in the shadows? Yeah, I would jit, like I would watch an anime series based. On well, yeah, I see. Show it's it's a it's a mockumentary based on uh, vampires and well, they are making yeah. one about the werewolves. Yeah, they're making now, one about werewolves. Yeah. Is it is it still Taika Waititi? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like, I might actually go to you know the just because of him. Because you know how they cross over in the what we do in the shadows. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be set afterwards and like it's gonna like kind of because the first one kind of spirals like round, so you've got like yeah, yeah. bits of both of their stories. I don't know if it's just gonna flip on the next one, continue oh, on, or yeah. if we're gonna see from the werewolf's perspective during right. the what we do in the shadows documentary. I guess oh. it'll be afterwards because you don't see a documentary crew with. Yeah. The werewolves during. Well, anyway, sorry. I, I was too late to that on Like, I was enjoying rewatching it, and I was enjoying thinking about how they were going to see the so werewolves. It's so good. But... It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. I suppose we should probably move on then. I was going to say, anything else people have been watching? I was going to mention My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan, but I'll save that for next time. That's anime. Nobody <laughs> listens to this for anime. No. <laughs> You'd be surprised, Keith. They listen to it for our quality shape banter. A quality <laughs> shit banter. <laughs> yeah, the, the people who like to transcribe this and go, oh God, will you guys just shut up and get to what I'm interested hey, in? I they think haven't transcribed this in a while. I think now. like in between Probably like impossible. storm, uh, in between storm cans and ass blasters, <laughs> just, like, we should fit in a really big announcement actually. Just yeah. splice yeah, it yeah, in. Maybe they could use ass blaster as the uh, as yeah, splice in. Oh, like totally. Anime Limited will be releasing. Storm cans <laughs> like, like, when you're like uh, having a really bad day and you're just like tearing it and fuck everything. I I feel like she's in Stormcunt. I'd be like it would be Stormcunt Castle, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally gonna get a castle and call it that. Stormcunt Castle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't want to go anywhere near there. Fucking shouts at pigeons. Every time you say it, though, she lives there with a thousand cats. Da 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 Bleep the show anymore. <laughs> oh, he tried to bleep it for a while and then he just gave up. He's like, I'm having to bleep every few seconds. <laughs> this is not happening. Thanks so much, Oh, uh, So, um, oh, new releases. Let, let's get back on topic. Let's get back <laughs> on topic, team. Yes. What, what is new? So, out this week is Assassination Classroom. <laughs> Ask Class, as we might affectionately call it. <laughs> <Ask> <laughs> uh, Assassination Classroom Season 2, Part 1 on Blu ray and DVD. Also available as Noragami Aragoto on Blu-ray and DVD. And of course, there is the Blu-ray DVD combi of My My Miracle. Yeah. And because Kerry doesn't want to go through it again, oh, let shit, us emphasize. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I totally fucking forgot to do it again. Okay. Deja vu. Um, yes, this is only a standard edition release because the collector's edition was limited to Kickstarter only. 
If you I, do want the collector's edition, build a time machine, go back in time, and back the Kickstarter. Easy peasy. Which if, beautiful cover girl. Which technically, if anybody's done that, they'll have already done that already. So if you have uh, invented the time machine, can I borrow it? Because I want to go back in time to meet Diana Rigg at her prime and have a great night with her. <laughs> Um, and if I can borrow a time machine... What if she doesn't want to have a great night with you? Then I guess yeah. I'm just going to have a sad wank in the past. <laughs> Back in the bushes. Oh, so many opportunities for the sad title this week. Just like and I crying. guess I'm just going to have a sad wank. Diana, Joshua. what? Oh, oh, they turned down again. <laughs> At least Diana. I'm in the bushes again. <laughs> But, like, if you can lend me the time well, machine after you're done with it, I'd like to go back even further in time. Oh, God. And, oh, that was going to be mean. I'm going to leave it to your imagination what I'm going to do, because I'm not going to tell you just now. Available next on... week on the 26th of June. Are you Highlander of anime? <laughs> John Q. Anime. John Q. Anime. There can only ever be one John Q. Anime. <laughs> Indeed, and unfortunately, it's me still. Aww. Available next week on the 26th of June is the Anthem of the Heart on limited uh, limited collector's edition Blu-ray and DVD set. Also available as a Zavi.com variant exclusive. There is also Attack on Titan Junior High on Blu-ray, Belladonna of Sadness on Blu-ray, Yay! and part one of Charlotte. It has a penis demon in it. That being no, Belladonna, Charlotte, not Charlotte. <laughs> penis demon in it. Careful, carry on your time delay there. <laughs> And uh, so, with that being said, that now brings us to the Q3 preview. We know a few of you have been waiting patiently. Jokes on you, we've delayed it. Crack my beer open, my next beer open. For those of you who aren't aware of the term, Q3 refers to the, refers to the period July through to... Oh, September. September. End of September. End of September. September. That almost backfired for your Keith as you tried to... <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the months of the year. <laughs> Shit. Why so, am I? So, on 3rd of July, we have got Fairy Tale Part 16 on DVD. 10th of July is Attack on Titan Junior High, the standard DVD version, as we talked about last week. That has gone back by a few weeks. Hooray. Then, hey, 30... hooray it's out. Sorry. <laughs> then 31st of July, it is a busy day for your wallet, as there will be Psychopaths the Movie, the standard edition Blu-ray of that. Part 2 of Charlotte on DVD and as a limited collector's edition Blu-ray and DVD set to match up with part 1 that's available next week. Then there is also Snow White with the Red Hair Season 2 on Blu-ray. Uh, finally, some might say, Daimadala uh, Prince vs. Penguin Empire on Blu-ray. And the also much-delayed Barakamon as a Blu-ray DVD combi set. They will be available on the 31st of July. So glad that this will finally be done. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a little post-it note on your screen saying, ask if there's any update oh, for quite I've, a while. Yeah, my, the bottom of my screen has post-it notes where I remind myself of important things and the, um, the one for those ones has been sitting there for far, far too long. <laughs> so I will be glad when I can finally remove that. As we move into August, on the 7th of August, it is the standard DVD version of the Anthem of the Heart. As we talked about in the last podcast, Season 2, Episode 2, we mentioned that had gone back as well. On the 14th of August, it is the standard Blu-ray release of Escaflone the Movie, originally part of our Ultimate Edition set released last year, and if you want it on DVD, the TV series and the movie are bundled into one DVD set already. Also available on the 14th of August is Heavy Object Part 2 on Blu-ray. On to the 28th of August, that is the busy day for your wallets that month, Sword of the Stranger will be released as a limited edition Blu-ray plus DVD set. 
Then the Tokyo Ghoul OVAs Pinto and Jack will be released on Blu-ray and DVD. Hushy gums, Gary. Yes. Gums are flapping. I thought it was Jack and Pinto. Well, I changed it. Who knows why? Momotaro Sacred Sailors will also be released that day as a, as a limited edition Blu-ray plus DVD set and part 17 of Fairy Tale on DVD. Now, worth noting, that is not the complete lineup for August, as all going well, slotted throughout that month as well, you will also find Durarara Cross 2, the second arc, 10. That'll be on Blu-ray and DVD. That's a mouthful. Indeed. There will also be Erased Part 1 and Martian successor Nadesco. Love that show. Then we move into September, which, as it stands, a fairly quiet month as the 25th of September is the day for your diaries, as Gangster, Castletown Dandelion, and Fairy Tale Part 18 will all be released. Fairy Tale Part 18 being a DVD release, and Gangster and Castletown Dandelion both being Blu-ray and DVD. But also to slot into late Q3 at some point in the near future will be Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta Part 1 on Blu-ray. So that's how Q3 currently stands. As we mentioned, there are still a few more things to slot into there as well, so don't be surprised if there are some late editions. Hopefully some cool ones all going well. But that is how Q3 is shaping up. Uh, the exciting thing about the Momotaro one um, is, I don't know if we can mention this, but there's going to be a really, like, quite really interesting book. book that comes with it. So if you've ever come to SLA and you've ever heard Jonathan Clement speak about Momotaro and know how, like, or, or read any of his work where he talks about it, he's extremely passionate about it, and I know he's been... I, he has always joked for years and years with Andrew about making this happen, and now it's finally happened. And he's written a very, very meaty, very comprehensive, historically interesting book to accompany this very important historic, historic film um, in terms of anime uh, to that comes with it. So it's, it's 100% worth buying as a fan of anime just to have that little extra bit of information and history of, of the, the, the industry as a whole. And, and oh, yes, it's a, fa it's a fascinating look into the early days of Japanese animation. Yeah, yeah. It really genuinely is. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to find, sorry, but you're, no, 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 you're no. not going to find anyone who will kind of give you so much information so passionately than Jonathan does on, on this Too much information at first. <laughs> <laughs> not and, on this specific project. Yeah, and the page count, I know it's still working to be finalised, but it's over a hundred pages as things stand. So if you want a good read people, you have got one. That is going to be included in our release, which we're very excited about. So definitely worth picking up um, if you're interested in it. And, and, and you'll, you can probably expect some stuff in the run-up to that being released. I'm sure we've probably got something coming up on the blog focusing on Momotaro mm -hmm. specifically. So if you want to know a little bit more about it, we'll have that. And I think I've also still got videos somewhere of Jonathan's introduction from SLA last year. Ooh. So I shall uh, see if I can dig that out from my archive and see if I can uh, make that available for you guys to watch. Because that that's a nice little primer to get ready to, uh, to watch it's it. It's always a joy seeing Jonathan passionate. Heck, you know what we should do? We should try and get Jonathan on Skype, actually, at some point to actually just come and talk about Montara for a little he while. He is in China. We won't get Jonathan on for a while, then, because the, great, the, because the Great Firewall of China will prevent it. Yes. Good, I'm glad someone agreed. So, from that... Actually, you know what, no. Highlights of Q3, well, people. I wasn't going to go and ask to? Chairman Mao whether it was okay or not. Well, <laughs> Why not, Andrew? Because he's dead. Exactly. Well, you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I've got a necrophile. 
microphone is not what you need in a scenario. That's not your penis. Oh, the amount of possible podcast title choices in this episode. Oh, that's not your penis. No. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, highlights of Q3 for anyone. Any titles that stick out in particular you're looking forward to? Martian success in the Desco, especially if we get approval for what I want to get approval on. <laughs> Which should be worth noting, people. This is why we can't give an exact date for it, for it yet, because once we've got approval, we'll know. Yes, plus, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> plus, yeah are you, are you planning on basically a giant spaceship? I would love that, but no, there's... I mean, with what we had to work with, uh, there was... I saw an opportunity to do something, and if they let us do it, I, for anybody who's already a fan of the show, I think they'll get a kick out of it, but I obviously can't mention what it is, because there's a high chance I'm going to get shot down in flames, and then I'll cry in a corner for a day. And, and have a sad um, wank in the bushes again. Yeah, and then have a sad wank in the bushes. And, and this is why we keep mentioning everybody that until things are fully signed off, we're, we're just not mentioning what we, have, what we want to have planned, because knowing our luck, it'll come back to bite us. So we just tantalise you by mentioning there's really cool stuff we want to do and, you know, <laughs> basically cock-teasing you all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never, Keith. Something um, Yeah, yeah. If I had to pick one from that lineup that in Q3, I mean, there's quite a few in fairness, like Nadesco, like you mentioned in particular, but I will point out the Tokyo Ghoul OVAs because I believe we're going to be the first territory to release them anywhere in English speaking. Which obviously will be subtitled only because they're not dubbed, but the fact that the Tokyo Ghoul OVAs are being released and we're more than likely going to be the first territory to do it, that's pretty rad. If you want it dubbed, um, you can, we can give you our PayPal details and then we'll record one here um, instead of a podcast where we'll read the subtitles in weird What have you voices. done, Kerry? I'm all uh, about that. Uh, some blood. I'm a monster. Needing to eat some flesh. I am a monster. I want to eat food now. Yes, senpai. Right, I'm going to say this no. now. If people, if people genuinely want something like that, no whiskey. We might try and do it for a Christmas special because none Send of us are going to be here, whiskey. so we can pre-record it in advance. <laughs> we <laughs> only accept payment in alcohol. Well, you do. Yeah. You're looking very fleshy. You're looking very fleshy. Maybe I can help with that. Can I offer you a <laughs> gobble in this time of need? And on that note, we move to questions from the community. <laughs> oh, hell no. I mean, yes. <laughs> so we, we put out the call on Facebook and Twitter. We've already talked about one of them, which was about Hidive. Next question. <laughs> Hidivo. Next question. Next question. What does authoring discs mean or cover? And why is it so expensive, given that you've talked about it so many times before? Actually no. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I should give a real answer. It's a very interesting um, question. Well, what Especially does, for those who don't know, more to the point. So what does disc offering um, cover and involve? Well, the correct answer to that is basically everything from start to end that makes a disc. But like before it gets put to replication, which is to say printing the discs at a factory. So everything from creating the menus to putting the video assets on to making sure they're in the correct quality. Um, Ensuring to, everything syncs up and matches. Yes, yeah, subtitles and dub. Yep, every, basically Stop. putting extras on, like making sure every, even everything, basically. It's the, the process of creating the Blu-ray that you will eventually watch. And it's expensive because it's time-consuming because... 
your the authoring house will put this will put this thing together but then any time a change is made if an authoring house is doing their job properly they're obliged to literally go through everything again to make sure that change hasn't inadvertently caused an error somewhere else and you know again that takes time because you literally have to watch the whole thing again so the you know, the more awkward a show is to put together or if there's a lot of problems with the quality of the materials you've got, it, it it's just time consuming basically. It takes people with decent skills a long, long time to do purely mm. because you can't, there's not really much that can be done overall to speed up the process. And you know, time equals money, especially if you're getting skilled uh, professionals to do a decent job on something. Mm. It's a highly skilled professional, well it's a skilled professional job, specific software and hardware to, to, to I do. I mean, just to link it back to one of our earlier products, it's why we've had an issue with some of our Gundam releases, because with the, especially with the older footage, remastered though it is, that we've had to uh, put together for our authored releases, it, yeah, it's, it's, one of, uh, it's one of many factors that delayed those releases so badly, and it all adds to the expense, so... That's why, and of course, the longer a show is as well, the more because you know, apart from things like Monster or BBSC costs as well, or if we, if you were to author something like that, that would be a horrifyingly expensive job with that many episodes. Mm. It's also worth noting as well that some anime companies around the world may have their own internal authoring house, which may help offset some of that cost in some ways. But many times you go externally, like we do. For a number of our releases and then obviously because it's an external company they also work with other companies as well so sometimes there's a bit of a, a backlog some might have saved before your project can get underway and then as you were mentioning Keith, if there's a change or something they've got to go through the entire thing again to make sure it's right mm. so uh hope that gives a bit of an idea it was a very good question as well because it's actually something we've not specifically covered on the podcast before I think we might have touched on it, but I, mm. think, I think we've kind of foolishly taken it as red, and you forget that there's always a through flow of people coming into anime for the mm. first time, that the questions you're familiar with the answers to, they're encountering for the first time, mm. so it pays to reiterate these things every so often. Next question from Twitter, what has been your most remarkable achievement in all the anime? Staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> most remarkable no, achievement. Real. Oh, okay. Real. Oh, it's that your actual answer? Yeah, okay. that's like for real. Um, I appreciate it was something that NYAV posted, but I think it might be getting the Your Name dub turnaround in as much time as it did. Or in as least amount of time as it did. In terms of remarkable things that happened with all the anime. Uh, in terms of achievement for us, yeah, I would say it's pretty simply that we are all still in business and yeah. have jobs. Yeah, yeah. Every day for me is a constant amazing achievement that I'm able to pay a team of, of six people effectively to do my bidding and Photoshop things at any given time. <laughs> I'm glad Keith was not drinking at this point because he'd still be. And honestly, like that's the most I can ask for at any, any given time is the fact that we're able to, to keep the lights on. And it's amazing to me that people still, like that people buy our products and mm. it never will, that will never get old. Um, one other thing I'll throw out there as well, I think an achievement as well is actually building the amount of trust that people have in what we do. Yeah. Because if you think about it, I mean, obviously there's been rocky roads, it's going to happen with any company, but in general, when it comes to a product of ours, people know that if we're doing it, 
we're going to do our damnedest to make it as good as possible. Even if it's just a standard Blu-ray, like, we're still going to try our hardest. And things slip through. It happens. But given, the, given what we have done to try and rectify problems, we've built a level of trust and... Well, because despite our level of cynicism, we do actually give a shit about what we do and mm. we do care about what we put out because we're all horrible Turbo fans ourselves. Speak so. for yourself, mister. Uh, I like things in this world. What's what, 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 like a junkie anime? Yeah. I like, to I like anime so much I'm willing to pay more than anyone else to have the rights and then I could sit on them and never release them if I wanted to. If like I wanted to. <laughs> Like an anime dragon. That sounds like an unfortunate thing. I like to refer to the um, copies that go through with a typo or the wrong number of discs on the spine. So, anime limited entire catalog. It's a limited edition anime limited awesome Uh, copy. No no way. It's like getting the ugly carrot in a bag of carrots. Uh, Akira, you'll find that was the Viz Media excuse for Sailor Moon's mistakes once. Our our course correction is we actually do fix stuff when it's important. No, but like a typo on the mm. on the back if it's something slipped through. It's a special edition. When it actually impacts the viewing of the actual product, that's that's the main key there. So yeah, you trust us when we say good. every typo yeah. that slips through enrages us massively because yeah. we do try incredibly hard, but we are we are a small team. And we get so far, but in the, the end, end it doesn't even matter. Next question. Also from Twitter, I should note. And the final it's a, it's question the next, from... It's the next question. Did you have to fall to lose it all? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my trust. And I, I will say that... We're keep, hard, I, will say, <laughs> I will say that... I will say that... Going to be keeping other questions back for next week's show as well, because we did get some more here. So just sort of picking and choosing what I can today. Next one from Twitter. Favourite non-anime film that you have seen this year? Be it one that was released this year or one that you may have just watched that's not anime related this year. Does it have to have come out this year? Or the first no, time you that's saw what it said. It's like... Just the first time you saw it, I think. So. Oh, first oh time I can't saw remember it. the first half of this year. Ah, good stuff. The Arrival. That came to Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I really yeah, liked that. That was, that was good. Did that come out this year? Yes, yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I enjoyed that. It is basically a show me what you got, but more serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, people oh, I know. really don't like Jeremy Renner. He's not on your list. No, he's not on any list. He's on. He's rapidly going on my no watch list. Ooh. I don't know. He kind of freaking pisses me off. Oh, his face pisses me off. Was it the BT advert that did it? I love no, that. No, it just his face annoys me. I think it's like it's. it's, it's like can, 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 can you describe it for the audio listening no, audience? No, they're gonna have to, have to use your imagination. <laughs> Kerry, why are you such a facist? Because I, I can be. Because I can be. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, no, Arrival was great. Yeah, I really like that. What else did I see this year? Uh, well, a few other films that came out this year, there was Resident Evil 6, Guardians of the Galaxy I, don't, I, think, I think the trouble with that question is I always hate having to strip it down to one. I always go with a handful because, I mean, certainly mm. this year, I mean, Get Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get Out yeah. was exceptional. So fucking good. That was great. So fucking good. I was surprised by that one. In a good oh, way. Oh, yeah. I liked Free Fire as well. That was... I didn't get to see that again. Miss that. Miss yeah, that, yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. John Wick 2 was also fantastic. Oh, so good. And also unexpected, purely, and could purely it was so much fun and I was grinning the whole way through Baywatch. Yeah, that's what I, think, I was about to I say. I think you two are the only people I've heard or read that's had... It's so good. It's just, it's just fun. I think the people watching it were just trying to take it way too seriously. Right. Plus, it, it's not. it's just not... It, 
I don't know, it's it's not just one of those films where The Rock's carrying it. I think everybody else in that film put in a so- solid mm-hmm. uh, carrying performance as well. It was fun. The thing, because we went in, like, we, we were both said this to all you guys as well, but we went in expecting it to be complete garbage. <laughs> but we thought, you know what, we'll go and have a laugh, it's got The Rock, it will be fun at the very least. And it was just really funny and really good. And the way that they had... I mean, adapted yeah, I mean, it for a more contemporary feel it just worked perfectly and they played off tropes from the original but they didn't overkill things it was just a really I fun I film I was sitting through the whole film literally grinning because it was just a lot of fun and I just I can't remember the last time a film has had me doing that mm. it was it was just a laugh so worth plus, watching that, plus, that was the, plus the cameos by Hasselhoff were played beautifully <laughs> <laughs> is he still taking credit for ringing the Berlin Wall down? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But no, it's... Oh, no, there's, there's a great post-credit sequence, actually, where it's just... The, Mini the, spoiler if you don't want to know the post-credit sequence of Baywatch. But <laughs> it's not like it's a plot spoiler. It, it's, 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 just, it's just Hasselhoff and The Rock sitting side by side in his beach chairs. And Hasselhoff just kind of looks over at The Rock and just goes, Do I just look like a little asshole sat next to him? <laughs> it's great fun. So yeah, good. I mean, I'll, yeah, I just wanted to go for films that weren't uh, the usual big uh, temple, like yeah, God, God, like Guardians. I mean, Guardians was great. I, I've seen a lot of great of the temple films. They are all Wonder fantastic. Woman's awesome. Yeah, Wonder Woman. But I wanted to bring some attention to some of the lesser ones that are really actually mm-hmm. fantastically good and probably have been missed by people who are only going to see the temple features. So mm. you know, when these things are out on DVD, Blu-ray, or on the TV, or your VOD, VOD service of choice, give them a watch. If you want to see unique ways of assassinating someone with a pencil, John Wick 2 has got you covered. <sighs> no, wasn't that in... Batman. Batman, yeah, the one with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Mm. I remember going into that, and I remember being really cranky about it, because I was like, and Joker is only Jack Nicholson, this is gonna be shit, and I left going, oh my god, yeah, no, this is so good, great, but yeah. then he was dead. So. Alright, I'm gonna cause controversy, I think The Dark Knight is alright, but that's about it. Yeah, look, it's, 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 a, it's a good the film. The best thing about it is Heath Ledger, I think everything else is a bit... <laughs> Plus, Heath Ledger was awesome, but, but it's just, the yeah, film is so revered, I'm a giant Batman fan, but I actually prefer The Dark Knight Returns. But, Heath Ledger is my favourite live action Joker now, but best yeah. Joker is still Hamill in the yeah. animated yeah. series. Yeah, he, he is my Joker, Mark yeah. Hamill. That will never change. Never oh, it is, it's this Art Deco masterpiece. It is fantastic. I would, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's really you good. You would. I would. Uh, Jessica, any other films you want to make mention of? Because you mentioned The Arrival, but any others? Yeah, The Arrival. Well, La La Land, although it's kind of controversial because it's not exactly the best movie of the director. I mean, I like it whiplash best. (laughs) But, you know, I like it. You know, he has this visionary way of uh, presenting yeah. life and uh, opportunities and it, it's kind of cynic mm. but that's the director you know way of thinking so I do like it oh yeah like I also saw like it's light but, uh, like I also saw like the cheeky wee preview like courtesy of like a screening in Cannes yeah. like the uh, like the Tokyo Ghoul live action film I was surprised by by actually how not shit it was <laughs> Um, like if you're a fan of Tokyo Ghoul you'll love it if you're a fan of Japanese horror film you'll probably like it a lot I mean like if you're not a fan of Japanese horror stuff I mean it's like I genuinely always dread a film which is going to require heavy CG that comes out of Japan Mm. 
like for like for a live action because it is normally suboptimal. But like um, Tokyo Ghoul, if you're into that kind of horror, I think it'll definitely be a, a fifteen or an eighteen rated. Um, surprisingly, like actually not shit. Like that's close to that. You heard it here first, Andrew Partridge. Surprisingly <laughs> not shit. Also, uh, Andrew Partridge. Surprisingly not shit. <laughs> Let's get some questions. Jiggy from many, you. many have said that, and then gone. Oh no, I was right the first time. Let's get some Facebook questions. First of all, are we going to be at, at Dublin MCM in a couple of weeks' time? No. Unfortunately, no. we will not be on this occasion. Maybe next year we're going to look into it, but not this time, unfortunately. Correct. Next question. Any chance of getting Hunter Hunter as we never got it here? Would a complete Blu-ray set be possible? Or even an Ultimate Edition? I will say it is actually on Netflix, Hunter Hunter. Yeah, the, the one. On so Netflix, it has yeah. actually got some kind of UK legal streaming release. It was also uh, streamed on um, Crunchyroll as well, while it was simulcast. So you can watch it on there. In terms of a Blu-ray release, there's a heck of a lot of episodes again. <laughs> yeah, but you'd split it up. I mean, it's not like mm. the kind of show where and there's Blu-ray is an option, so that mm. changes matters. Yeah, but it, even I mean, I, I'm a massive fan of Hunter Hunter myself. I've showed you the first couple of episodes, Keith, and you enjoyed it. When I was around at yours, watched it on Netflix one time. Oh uh, yeah. I'm glad it made that much of an impression on you. So. <laughs> oh, I've I've watched a lot of trash recently. <laughs> Next question Subtle, from <laughs> Next question from Facebook. Do you think the prices of manga volumes are getting too high in the West? They no longer feel like they reflect the cheapness of manga as a medium in Japan. That is correct, but it actually also costs a lot of money to like to actually print mm. manga, but not only print manga, but translate manga. Like, so I mean, like, which is something you really don't have to worry about in Japan for obvious reasons. Like, I mean, like, the translation cost is what adds on, and like, actually, there was a huge glut of time where translators were not paid well, like, actually, for a long time, and that's more upsetting than anything, actually, to be quite honest. Mm. Like, um, like, and like, to be honest, I'm not sure it's even going to them now, but I mean, the whole point is, is that at the end of the day, you kind of need to. Like, like it, it's a luxury format, and yes, it doesn't reflect the cheapness of Japan, but at the same time, you know, they actually print on local... If you look at the manga, but I have lots of them actually here. Like, there's actually some in the, the room just over there. I think this is a hint I need to pass, you can pass on. me um, one of... That's a light novel, actually. Um, we won't discuss that one, because right. it's a secret. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's also the same. Oh, crap, <laughs> one of the, yeah, the, one of the actual bigger one. comic book ones. Yeah. Yes. Like, the, the whole thing is the actual paper. Mm. Like, and Keith is also an avid paper file here, so we yeah. are. <laughs> so, yeah. um, like, but, like, the, oh, God, yeah. the actual paper, like, it's printed on a cheaper medium than is common in the UK. It wouldn't pick up a general audience here because you'd have to print, like, hundreds or thousands of volumes of it before a general public starts to accept it because in the West, comic books aren't printed on... Like on that particular kind of material, it's not that different. Especially the the month, like the weeklies, like etc. Probably a similar style, but like the trouble is, the people who are buying like manga volumes are not necessarily comic book fans who are buying weekly. It's people who are buying the monthly trade paperbacks because like that's what you're getting with manga every time. It's the trade paperbacks you're buying, not the weeklies, because the weeklies in Japan are printed in massive tomes with other like chapters as well like they're really massive tomes like I, I buy the trade paperbacks because I would have to club someone to death if I bought the individual like the actual individuals back 
in any real form. It's the reason like Neo is able to do every month a new coverage of like a new ma- like a di- not new even like a different compilation of, like maga like publication basically. And there's that's how many there are printing. There's like per per week you know, per like, week per month. There's like many like pardon me chapters mixed into that. So it's like it's a lot of stuff to get through. You know. Like, so, I, like, I, and I think, actually, the quality of the package, like, the actual books are going up as well. I am very jealous. I would love to do some publishing. And, actually, because, honestly, looking at things like what Vertical are doing in Yen Press, like, they're going into the hardback routine, for example, for stuff. They're going into larger size volumes or better quality releases. Look at Raised, for example. They did that in compilation volumes and really nice, chunky hardback, for example. It's really cool. So I don't think it is growing beyond the like the point. I think it's just it's always going to be expensive. And if you don't like the price of a physical product, it's still digital. Like Comixology is a big one. Like it's actually one like probably the biggest one for manga. Yeah, I mean I've got all digital of my stuff. Like in so. the UK, Crunchyroll manga as well. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got a Crunchyroll sub. We we like shared jumps on iOS. Yep. Like um like like I I tend to catch up as often Crunchyroll manga. There's no mm. no need to go anywhere else there for it. Um, but like you know what I mean basically there's a lot of ways to watch read. so well, yeah, well, read. <laughs> stare blankly into the abyss and nothing looks back at you so final question from the community today before we get on to the team anime limited watches anime segment that's what I'm affectionately calling it very simple question guys it's too hot what anime is best for cooling down it's not hot up here I don't know where you yeah, sucks if you're in at the moment. <laughs> no anime is good for cooling down because you're still in front of a computer screen which emanates heat. Or because the content is hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Boobs everywhere. <laughs> That's another Boobs title. And <laughs> another potential yeah. for the podcast title. <laughs> Boobs, butts, and pecs. There you go. <laughs> everywhere. Sometimes at the same time. Oh, I suppose we want to cool down maybe an um, anime that causes you to slip into a coma because it's so terribly boring. Or buy our special collector's edition of free season two. Get Wet hot summer. Wet hot summer. Plus we got like really hunky cover like artwork on it. Hilarious, it made me laugh. Front and back. Front and back. <laughs> side to side. It honestly legit made me laugh so hard um, when we did it. But you, you, you nearly made Cat cry. Gorgeous. I did, it was wonderful. She was like, we can't do that. And you're like, yes, you can, Cat. Yeah, do it. So, yeah. So, like I say, guys, we'll keep back to the other questions that we had for next time on the podcast. I mean, next week, actually, come to think of it. So now we're going to move on to the Team Anime Limited Watching Anime segment. As if you've been keeping track of season two of our podcast so far, you'll know I put out the call for people to suggest shows that maybe we could watch and then discuss accordingly. And the, the consensus from last week, based on the, on the choices that were submitted, were that we would check out the first episode of Sakura Quest. So that's what we're going to talk about now. So, episode one of Sakura Quest. Uh, Keith, baseline thought. Did you enjoy it? What did you think of the premise overall? Um, and if you had to give an elevator pitch in one sentence, how would you do it? Offensive, offensively bland. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> um, I don't know. No, it's... So far, it's not to my taste. It's not that I don't like kind of these almost... Is it, would you class it as a slice-of-life kind of anime? Yes. Yeah. 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 
I have watched other stuff. That is the cleanest cut of a slice of life show I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. There's I no fantasy elements. I think that's the thing. The other, the other slice of life animes that I've watched that I've, I've enjoyed tend to have more fantasy elements involved. And this one so far, I can see what I can see why it has an appeal and why people like it. So far, it's just not really doing it for me. Because you watched a couple episodes ahead as well, didn't you? Yeah, I actually I actually watched the first three episodes because I wanted to see where it was going. And there's some entertaining moments, but at the moment, it's like I can see why this has appeal, but it doesn't have appeal to me because I I really don't give a shit. I'm go- I'm gonna watch it to the end because fuck it. To oh see really? It. Okay. Yeah, because I'm. Um, you realize it's, it's a two core show, though, right? Oh god, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll at least watch to the end of the first call then, just to mm. make sure you get it right. Oh no! I again, as I said, I see the appeal. It's just for me, I'm finding it a bit bland, and that's no. As I said, I just don't think my tastes lend themselves to this show because, as I said, the slice of life shows I do enjoy. I mean, things like as a manga have more of a kind of fantasy comedy element, and this one, while it does have its kind of funny uh, interactions, it's just not really. Having your problem slice of life, Keith, as you've still launched um, Sangatsu no Lion. It features lots of cats. In comes Marching Lion. Oh, it's right? fantastic. I it's love March. March. Yeah. In March is a lion. March. In March comes a lion. March, March, March comes, comes in, in like a lion. March comes in like a lion. That's why I call it Sangatsu no Lion, because yeah. it's like... Marching the name lions, I remember. Heat man, I don't need to remember the English title, friends. <laughs> I'm like premium weeaboo. <laughs> Another potential podcast title. Premium Weeaboo. No, I'm like a premium Weeaboo. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. But I like Sagat's Yeah, actually. that's great because actually I wouldn't manage to make it interesting, you know. With it's a like literally a show about chess. Like, exactly. ja- like Japanese, Japanese chess. chess. That is very complicated, but it gets you so addicted with the character yeah. development. And, and the cats. And the, the cats, cats are very good. They're fantastic. In fact, my biggest criticism and of Sack Request is it features no cats. None. See, so, so Not even yeah, one. So, better with cats, and it's also she goes because they're bastards. So, yeah, so, so, so far, Sakura Request has been engaging enough that everybody is talking about a completely different animal. <laughs> <laughs> Marching lions. Much oh, no, no, I just sidetracked myself by, by yes. when you were saying about Slice of Life. I was like, actually, I know a Slice of Life I've been watching, which I like too. I, I did like the premise that the reason that the main character has had to go to the rural area is that she got offered a job, thought it was a one-time gig, and it turns out, no, you signed a year contract for this place. <laughs> that, that doesn't make, me, that doesn't make <laughs> you necessarily love someone more. That just, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That just makes me go, like, fucking millennials. You're didn't even read the contract. You're a dumbass. You're a, you you're you're a millennial. Fair, in fairness, everyone who works for Andrew got sucked in by something similar, but instead of <laughs> one year, life. <laughs> yeah, but it and was... And of employment, it was, imprisonment. It was a shiny glass of alcohol. I you know instead of a crown and yeah. like, like <laughs> <laughs> clink 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 I did like that whiskey here in Scotland <laughs> I did like the first episode because I also I think part of the way through when the main character started realising that she signed a one year contract I did imagine that that was Andrew having not read a contract properly and he's just signed for a title which he's now stuck to having to deal with for a yeah. year <laughs> I kind of partially imagined that <laughs> uh, <laughs> That was yeah. painfully close to home. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't realise. Crap. For one year, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy, that, that is not the case at all. It's I genuinely didn't realise this was a thing. The equivalent of a lifetime. I could almost pass for a decade before I get rid of some titles. Yeah. I, I didn't realise I was going to hit so close to home, so there we go. But 
But no, I just thought, really simple, fun show. Didn't offend me at all. I mean, it's something that you can watch easily. Yeah. You know, it's um, easygoing and it doesn't, you know, really get you emotional or anything, mm. but it's easy to watch. And uh, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything here, but it starts like there is some fantasy elements that actually there's not. Yeah. yeah. You know? they, they do a tease so in the very first teasing, scene about... Uh, yeah, about... Yeah. Uh, so you start figuring mm. out that there is some kind of magic and actually it's very simple. Yeah, no, I've thing. already figured that there's nothing coming on that front. I'm just yeah. like, this is a town that is dying. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I grew no, up I in like a, that. Exactly. I grew up in the countryside, and like, actually, I sympathize. Like on that front, I know I've said I've seen stuff like this in before, there. and it's just like oh. you just don't want to see it in your anime. Yeah, it's like if I if I wanted the cold harsh truths of reality, I'd uh... talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sign a contract for employment, ostensibly for employment with me. Oh, but I mean, still, it's the reality of a lot of small villages or mm, small countryside yeah. places all over the world. Mm. You know, how do you keep the people coming to visit your town? Or because yeah, other yeah. or young people that decide not to to leave and to stay and revive, mm. you know, the place. So I think that's why even people on the western side can enjoy, even it's so Japanese, you know, mm. the, the country setting and everything. One element that I, that I did like, which I don't know if this is really prevalent in Japanese society, so maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I found it interesting how the main character was determined to get back to the city and didn't want to be stuck out in the sticks again, which is something like you see a bit of in your name and stuff like that before. Most people would have that same reaction. I know, but then there are other people though, in like, with, there are other characters who are like, oh, why don't you want to stay? Like, this is such a nice place. Like, I love living here. Mm, stay wild, stay here. And so I, I, I'm, I, I sort of imagining as the show progresses that that's going to become more of a thing. And then maybe at some point there will be a big chain of events where it's like, no, I'm going back to the city. And then they might just go, well, if you break the contract, you're going to jail here in the countryside. <laughs> you're going to countryside jail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like cow shit. <laughs> 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 but the two play Russian roulette. You know, like the funny character on the bus. You know, yeah. like the guy that is, you know. Yeah, I totally know. <laughs> But, but I, I enjoyed it. I don't know whether I'll stick with it or not, partly because of time and because there are other things I really want to catch up on. And uh, we should have probably said this at the beginning of the segment, guys. Full disclosure, we don't hold the license to this. So whether we do in the future or not remains to be seen. But this is why we're... There you go. Andrew <laughs> just said we won't. So This was an opportunity just for you, the audience, to exercise some kind of power over us directly by dictating what show we should watch. Indeed. And you'll find out next time what, what we're going to be watching next. You will be for that. Because the reason I say you're going to find out next time, everybody, is because hopefully over the course of the rest of this week at the time we're recording and beginning of next week, the simulcast lineups for the next season will start to be announced. So we'll know where we can potentially watch things and maybe what we can actually watch. It's a shame that Jessica and I for the next two weeks will be unavailable to join such... Oh, do I tell, tell you, Andrew, we're getting you on Skype. I you would like to, oh. but I am unfortunately going to be unavailable every time you call. <laughs> no, next week you'll be on a damn plane. Yeah. Be next week I'll be on a plane. They, 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 they can record their chat on the plane then, it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure they'll put that real. Real. Three. You hear the sound? That's the sound of me knocking alcohol I'm back on the plane. I'm going to next week, man. I'm not doing that. I'll be like... <laughs> I'll be still, probably still uh, inebriated on a plane. Yeah. Because it's just me and Keith. I'm not where to fuck. Oh, yeah, the only solution, Kerry, for yeah. me is to uh, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is the only point. solution. <laughs> Maybe only... next week then, Keith, we should watch a magical girl show that cat chooses. Can we talk about the circus? 
It has fantasy elements. No. <laughs> yeah, you can play it before by fantasy elements. Card characters. Oh. We, can't, yeah. we can't watch it anyway, though. It's not legally available anymore. No, so like, I won't mention the fact that many years ago I watched it all. On television? Yes. Yeah. No. On Nickelodeon? No, a friend, <laughs> no, a friend of mine who I shared a, shared a flat with at university uh, bought a bootleg copy back in the day, so I watched it all at how it should have been intended. And I do love Car Captors, it's a great show. So yeah, it'll have to be... A, yeah. <laughs> so it'll, ha- it'll have to be a different magical girl show. Prisma Ilya it is then. So everybody, on that note, we are going to close out the show. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you have enjoyed listening to us babble on for, what is it, nearly an hour and 20 minutes or so about Anime Talk. Hope you've had fun. Again, make sure you check out alltheanime.com. Keep an eye out for information on Genocidal Organ coming into cinemas on the 12th of July. We will be back next week. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at AllTheAnime. From Team Anime Limited, signing off. Bye. 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 Storm cunt. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>